along to another episode of Championship Trail. Um, we're recording this uh, late Monday night yeah. um, because we wanted to watch the Blackburn Middleton match before we recorded this week's episode. And uh, a little later in the night, because we've just been watching the awful news coming out of AFCON, um, where there's been the stampede, obviously, kind of news breaking as we're kind of recording this one. But it seems at the moment, six people have been killed. It's kind of, you know, these things just shouldn't happen when people are just going to watch a game of football, really. It's really sad to see that this is happening in today's kind of, especially when you have so many kind of, Restrictions and kind of people watching gate day, security watching yeah. things. And it's, for for Afcon, it's such a big, big tournament as well. And yeah, you know, and the thing is, like, it was eighty percent full capacity. So you're talking there was sixty thousand people at the game. So and it's the host nation. They won. Um, mm. you know, there's forty people in one hospital. I don't know how many are injured in total. And um. The way they described it, they said that they're some of the injured are in desperate condition, is what they yeah. said. So, yeah. Um, yeah, not good. It's not good. It's kind of a sad way to start the show, but it was kind of breaking news as we were kind of coming coming on to record this. So I figured we'd give it a mention and wish our best to, to everyone, obviously. And, you know, um, hopefully, hopefully six dead at the moment. Hopefully that doesn't rise too much. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see on that. But the, the game tonight, we might as well um, start with that and then we'll go into, uh, um, or will we? We might as well actually go to a bit of the news first. And we were talking yeah. about, uh, about Derby County there before we started recording. Yeah. Um, talk of a couple of potential bids coming in. I know one American crowd are trying to take over. Um, There's two American one. guys. There's another guy that just wants to pay debts off. Yeah. Um, I think he wants to give them ten million pounds or something. Yeah, I think there's another guy trying to come in. He's bidding twenty-eight million, but I think it's just for the club. I think Mel Morris, who was the former owner of Derby County, I think he still owns the stadium. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, They're on about there's so many technicalities with Derby at the moment. That's the problem, isn't it? Whereas there's there was talk of another consortium coming together who want to buy the club and the stadium. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's the money they owe two clubs. It's it's a, it's it's a mess, and yeah. they just hope they get it sorted out. Yeah. Um, and they keep losing players, which doesn't help either. Um, yeah. They've lost five players this transfer window. Obviously, yeah. they're not going to bring anybody in. So their squad was already thin. Losing five players, that's not going to help them much. Yeah, and there's talk now of the losing Irish under nineteen international as well. So to German, the German league. Um, yeah, that, I'd say Wayne Rooney. I don't know when he leave. I we we were saying he might go to Everton. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's one of those where I think if Everton offered him the job, he'd be gone. I like. I can't see him staying if Everton came to him and said we want. Yeah. The um, problem is Everton have to get this right because the fans. Are really coming down on him. They are. Uh, they do have to get it right. Um, but everyone knows he's an Everton fan, and it's yeah. You know he, he you know he's he's from there. You know it's his club essentially. Yeah. And um, two stints there as a player. Yeah. And but the job, like we said, he's done at Derby has been immense. But yeah, and obviously I, they were very unlucky at the weekend. We'll talk about in a while, but yeah, they were unlucky. They were they were very unlucky at the weekend and they've been on a good run, obviously. Like we said, they're in a weird position because they've lost so many points that they're not as bad as you think they are. It's yeah. based because of the amount yeah. of points they've lost. They're more yeah, yeah. like a mid-table team than they are a team in relegation. Yeah, exactly. So it's uh, so so that's the way we go. Hull were taken over. That went through. They have two um, wins and two up. Two wins and two since the takeover. It's crazy what it does, and they're uh, they want their, I know there's games in hand still all over the show. We said last week we were hoping some of them will be caught up on, and for yeah. the most part, some of them are. But you yeah. still have the likes yeah. of Coventry, Sheffield United, Luton, yeah. things like that. Still have three games in hand over Huddersfield, and you know a game in hand over other teams, and two games in hand over you know. It's next next week or so, is, next week is FA Cup as well, so there'll be even yeah. more games. Yeah, it's it's going to be a strange, strange one. But look, we might as well get into the action. There's not a whole, uh, whole lot of news. Um, not a lot of transfers. 
coming in, I think um, Archer from Aston Villa has joined Preston on loan. Yeah. So another striker, because that's all Preston ever seemed to sign is strikers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, why not the 15th striker to the squad? Is Andy um, Carroll has left Reading, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, I think he has, because he was only there for um, whatever it was, a month or three months uh, or whatever. I think he's gone, yeah. Um, big loss. Because he was good. He was playing really well for them, yeah. And yeah. Reading are a team that were, um, we'll come to them anyway when we go to the games. Um, good news, bad news, kind of a thing for Reading, I suppose, this week. Yeah. Wait and see, we might as well go into the game tonight. Not the most exciting match on earth. No, the big news coming out of the game was there was a fan a fan collapse in the stadium. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thankfully, thankfully, they're all right, but it was a bit, it's becoming more and more frequent. But we were talking about earlier and we were saying, they used to never yeah. mention it before. No, they, they never used to stop the game, is what basically used to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you have medical teams that would be at the, you know, first aid responders or whatever might be at the grounds yeah. and they'd deal with it, but you'd never stop the match for it. Yeah, yeah. It's just happening now. I say it's after happening all five times in the, in the last six yeah. weeks. Whereas the rules now are that they do, um, as they do, uh, they do stop the game now if there's something like that happening in the crowd. Yeah, a nice round of applause for the person that they were being stretched away. They were conscious, and like you said, yeah. um, it seems like they're going to be okay. So that's kind of the good news that way. But the game wasn't good. Um, it wasn't good. Uh, Middlesbrough absolutely dominated the possession. Yeah, they were very good in the second half, but they seem to be lacking uh, a striker. Kind of weird, because they brought two in. They brought Aaron Connolly in, who we'd know well, obviously, playing for Ireland. Yeah. Um, and they brought Balligan in from Arsenal. Now, Balligan's been on bench since he arrived there, and he's only kind of the player that's coming on with like seven, eight minutes to go. So yeah. he's not going to do a lot for him. Like, I know Connolly missed a great chance towards the end. Um, he did. I mean, the way he hit it, like, it was a beautiful move. Yeah. Um, Blackburn would have been fuming had that goal gone in because yeah. the defending was shocking. He just did not track his runner at all. He yeah. just let him run on him. Uh, for the cross and uh, yeah it was a nice move by Connolly he kind of stepped backwards into space to hit it yeah yeah um, and yeah kind of I think he'd made the wrong choice he was trying to go to the goalkeeper's left near post yeah he should have went across yeah he'd have had to curl it around the player yeah. and instead he hit the player with the ball yeah. um, whereas possibly should have hit it the other way yeah no you're right uh, he might have been bent. No, it did come at him quickly, and he had to decide very quickly what he was going to do with it. But I think he probably picked the wrong choice. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, um, I, the I, Crooks cleared one off the line as well. Yeah, he should have scored. That was should have scored. Crooks should have scored. Or it was Travis headed one off the line. Uh, yeah. Crooks was the one who landed. Yeah. Should have scored. Yeah, I mean, clearance off the line, but it was basically headed straight at him. Yeah, Blackburn now up into second place. Second place, I know the lads have a game of hand on them, but you've still, like we always say, you've got to end their three points there. Goal yeah. difference, Bournemouth is better. We yeah. do always say, you know, you still have to win those games in hand. Yeah, because we were talking about the goal earlier. And I know it was yeah. really poor by McNair, but like the goalkeeper. Goalkeeper, I think, would have saved us. Yeah, um, he's in the wrong position, to be honest. Yeah, I think his positioning was a little wrong, and I think he could have got down quicker. I think. I think a better goalkeeper saves that. Yeah, yeah. I think not like a lot of, there wasn't a lot of pace on it either. Yeah, I think the top goalkeepers in the league save that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they didn't, have, they didn't have Diaz either in this game because he's oh, away. Yeah. He's away. Oh, Chile. Yeah. yeah. Um, Gallagher, though, got the goal. They, they, what they need, they need someone to step up when Diaz isn't there. Yeah. Um, kind of funny at the start of the game, wasn't it? They were showing that Diaz was actually listed on the scoreboard as being in the squad. Yeah. Actually just yeah. speaking of Blackburn, like Adam Armstrong. Yeah. Is he linked? He's not linked with anyone. Like no. he's it's not working for him. I'd so Hampton. I, I wonder would he go back down again? Yeah, it's one of those though where I think he kind of plays well enough for Southampton he just isn't getting the goals. Yeah. But the issue and it is a big issue is He's been in the Premier League with Newcastle. He's now in the Premier League with Southampton. Yeah. If he goes down, it's like I don't know another Premier League going to gamble team are going to gamble on him. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they cost, cost a lot of money as well. He was like 13 or 14 million or something. I, I think Mitrovic is kind of in the same boat. Yeah. Goals in the championship. Yeah. Premier League clubs though aren't coming for him. Yeah. I don't, you mean. don't think he does it in the Premier League. So his chances of playing in the Premier League are basically every two seasons when Fulham go up and then go down and go back up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's a strange one. But yeah, maybe Armstrong needs to come down to get a bit of confidence, go back to Southampton in the summer yeah. and start afresh. Yeah. Um, he has talent. We know he has talent, but... Exactly. You don't get the same time and space in the Premier League you do in the Championship. Like was it this time last year we were saying he was getting 20 goals, was he? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, you just don't get the same time and space in the Premiership. You don't get... And you're you're at a team like Southampton who probably getting three, four good chances a match, and that's about it. That's it, yeah, exactly. Whereas last season, he was probably getting three or four chances a match, let, let alone the team. Yeah. So, uh, see, but yeah, uh, disappointing for Middlesbrough, obviously, because there was a chance for them to move ahead of Huddersfield and go sixth in the table. Um, so they'll be disappointed that they yeah. didn't get the win here today. But um, not a great game. No. Still, they had so much possession and the build-up was kind of good, but their finishing was atrocious. Yeah, the, only, the only real chance they had was that penalty decision. Uh, yeah. I, I, think it's, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, they should have been given, I think. Definitely, we've seen them given. Yeah. Like his leg did go after the ball was kind of not nowhere near his leg, so... Yeah, it, it easily could have been given, and I think it's, it's uh, yeah, I think they are a little bit lucky with that one. Yeah. And the delay then as well, it's kind of, it's always weird. Obviously, it's something they have to do, and we wish the fan well, obviously. But it's, it's always weird when you end up then with like 12 minutes of stoppage time. Yeah. At the end of the game. Yeah. Uh, because that 12 minutes can become 14 minutes very easily. Yeah. But I think uh, I think Blackburn overall though will be very, very happy with that result. They will. They're missing uh, a few and as well. I think Middlesbrough had only yeah, looking at stats, only one shot in target. Crooks at the end as well. We know he we had he had one headed off the line. Yeah. But the free kick was floated in at the very end. He oh yeah. Yeah. Then he headed it over the bar. Yeah. Should have done much he, better. Should have, should have got that on target, at least you would hope. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so Gallagher with the goal, 14 minutes from time. You know, it wasn't really 14 minutes from time because of the 12 minutes that were added on. Yeah. Um. So yeah, interesting one for... See, and it's it's nice to see Blackburn up there. Be good to see Blackburn back in the Premier League. I hope he goes there. I actually think both teams will probably be in the playoffs um, at the yeah. end of the season. The pressure is on now, though. It's like, yeah. now that you've gotten there, the pressure is on to stay there. Yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. So, we might as well go in order of Saturday's games. A lot of games Saturday. Um, there wasn't many great games, but there was a few of really, really, really good ones. <laughs> a lot of goals floating about. We might as well start with one of the... There was, I think there was, wasn't there two three twos in the four three? Yeah, we can we'll start. We might as well start at the top of the list as we have here, which was Bristol City against Cardiff City. Yeah. Um, three um, two with Bristol City. No, you know they were three went up for a lot of that game, yeah. but um, they were leading Cardiff. Yeah, Cardiff. Though I don't know what happened to them. Um, uh, some, something happened when Mick was in charge that just seemed to just fall off the whole rails or something. Yeah, I don't know what... Cardiff were very, very good in the first half. Yeah. But as good as they were in the first half, they were equally shit in the second half. I mean, they were bad in the second half. They were very poor, yeah. I mean, I know they scored right at the end to make it 3-2, but they could have been 8-1 down at that stage. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. That's the thing as well with Bristol City. Bristol City are are a team that's kind of... um, up and yeah. down one week they'll get hammered and then they do this the next week yeah and you know it's a big one and I mean Cardiff are starting to get cut adrift at the bottom yeah yeah. I, um, I know they're out of the relegation zone but, but you never know like especially with Derby winning the odd game here and there yeah and they're only four points clear of Peterborough who when we come to Peterborough a bit later I would never worry about Peterborough because they're just never going to win away from home 
No, no. They're the worst. They've the worst away the record in the league. I think they've the worst away record of all time. <laughs> they probably have the worst away record in all of England right now, I'd say. Yeah, I think they, they, they lost all but one of their away matches. Okay, the truth. Something like that. <laughs> That's fun. Um, I can't remember exactly. We might we might find out later. We'll have a, we'll look it up, but it's it's oh. it's, it's, it's it's horrific. Yeah, They're what I like to talk about is Collins did score. That was good. They, nice needed to, they need to get him scoring if they're going to move up the table. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, two goals from Martin, one from Wyman. Um, Sameo, again, assists for the, the second and third goal. What a player he's been for Bristol City this season. Unbelievable. Him and um, Wyman, the both of them. They've been great signings for them. I think Wyman could play in the Premier League, no matter. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's really good. Handful. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, no, I really like him. He he's after scoring six and six, I think. Yeah. Something like uh, that. Yeah, Mark McGuinness had a couple of chances. The Irish lad, who's on loan from Arsenal, yeah, uh, had a couple of chances. Um, you know, playing centre back, both saved pretty easily though. Uh, yeah, it's a strange one. Strange one for Cardiff City. Um. When it's it's I suppose Pearson um is going to be uh he's gonna be happy enough, I suppose. Yeah, no, he will be like uh, he probably would have been worried earlier on because they weren't winning a game, but they've seen feet steadily yeah. making progress. They've kind of turned their home form around this season. Yeah, exactly. That, that's shocking last season. Yeah. No, their away form could probably do with a bit of improving, but but the um, thing is, like he's using all young players, or it does take a while. He um, is, and then they also they lost Atkinson and King to injuries yeah. early on in the match as well. Um, yeah, I suppose he won't be too happy with conceding a late goal because they dominated that second half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Cardiff had a chance to throw things at him in the in the uh, in the closing stages, but yeah. I mean, I don't think they even had a half chance after they made it three two. Mm. Uh, but yeah, good win for Bristol City. They're one of those teams that are, you know, I mean, they're three points off 11th. Yeah. They're like five yeah. points off Stoke and ninth. Yeah. You never, you never know with this league. Like. Yeah, I mean, they're 14 points clear relegation. You think they should be okay? Oh, they, won't, but, they won't go down. Well, that's, yeah, they shouldn't go down. But uh, will they go any higher in the league? You don't know. It's like ten, you win ten will be Kent will be respectable for finish. I think so. I think the way they are, it definitely would be. Yeah. Um, we'll move on to the big derby match, uh, which is also involving Derby County, mm. obviously. Um, it was a weird one because if Tom Lawrence scored that chance, I think Derby would have won. Um, Tom, well, La- Tom Lawrence had a great chance before Forrest scored. Yeah, and um, he... I mean, he did score, obviously, from penalty. Yeah. But he... Yeah, it was a, it was a big miss. But what has happened to Lewis Graben under the new manager? <laughs> he just seems to love him. I t- he scores, he must have scored 10 and 10, is he? <laughs> he must be something like that. He's, he's definitely scored, scored against Arsenal. Yeah. And he scored in the last two league games after the Arsenal game. Yeah, and he scored the last week as well. Yeah, so he's, you know, he's he's on some, some run of form. And the thing is, like, he's, he's not a young man either. He's... He's yeah. 34, 35. I'd say at least, if not 44 or 45. <laughs> well, I thought Derby actually did well. He's been around a long time. I'm not sure how old Lewis Graben is exactly, but I can remember him. No, I remember him. When, I remember him playing, was it for Sheffield United or someone? Yeah, when I was probably still in Nappies. When they were uh, in the Premier League. Yeah, I um, Lewis Graben, um, how old are we thinking he is? I'll have a look there now. If yeah, they, come uh, I, I would have said 34, 35. Yeah, you're not far off. You're bang on. In fact, he just turned 34 yeah. about two weeks ago on the 12th of January. So, um, yeah, maybe it's turning 34 has done it for him uh, <laughs> with his goals in the last two weeks since he turned 34. Uh, how many goals has he scored this season? Uh, three. Well, he scored three and three, and it's his 13th goal of the season going at the weekend. That's a very good number for someone like for his kind of. I have a funny feeling he's not scored much more than that. Probably has a few seasons where he's got 
maybe 16, 17 goals. Yeah, but the thing is, like, besides one or two two tweaks, it's the same yeah. team that was, like, rock bottom under you. It's crazy. It's, it's yeah, it's it's absolutely mad. And then they're four points off the playoffs. Yeah, I know, yeah. And they I mean, they had a game of hand over Huddersfield. I know Middlesbrough still have a couple of games in hand over Huddersfield, but... Yeah, it's going to be a very, very interesting top six. It is, it is. But like you said, um, Lawrence, um, the keeper saved it well with his feet, but you shouldn't be letting him save it. Oh, no. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah it was a very, very bad miss. No, it was a bad miss. From... And the thing is, like, then they scored, Gravin scored, and then was it Johnson or someone scores? Yeah. Yeah, he it was his first goal anyway in like three years. Yeah. Um Johnson, that kind of killed them. Yeah, Lawrence then with a penalty. Yeah. And then Morrison got sent off and yeah, he's, yeah, I don't I know why they got him because they need players, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be bringing him into my my club. Well they're um, gonna be missing him now for a game. Yeah, um, he's just too, he's too um rash like that. He'd always get sent off the yeah, game. Probably three, Probably three or four games he's gonna miss because yeah, because well, of his type wars. Yeah, so I'm not a fan yeah. of Ravel Marson. Um, no, and I think you know it was a it was a it was dangerous play, so he's probably gonna get at least a two game ban. Yeah, but then there was a fight after the match, which he was also involved in. Yeah, yeah. there was a lot of fellas going having, to be in trouble there. Having been sent off, he should have been nowhere near the pitch. Yeah, yeah. What was he doing? Yeah. So he might get a further ban because of that. Yeah, yeah. And they might get a fine as well for letting him on the pitch. Yeah, and I, I have a funny feeling he's going to be missing now for... Like you said, they don't have many players. No. But now he's going to be missing for probably, I would guess, at least four matches. Yeah, it could be five, but yeah, four or five games. You know, it's... it's You know, because, yeah, he started the scrap at the end of it. He was the one involved in it. So. Yeah, he's just... Yeah, he's a liability, I suppose, is the best way to put it. Yeah. Um, you know Rooney again after the game a bit defeated not about the defeat or the performance because Derby game you obviously want to win it anyway but they played okay but I think his biggest issue is again he has no idea what's happening he doesn't know you know one day to the next which players are going to be leaving the club exactly you know it's it must be very very hard to be working under those conditions yeah and then he's being told Oh, something will be sorted next week, and next week becomes two weeks, and two weeks has become three. There's a different owner every every week. Yeah, and nothing yeah. seems to be changing. No, oh, he did say the administrators are confident someone will come in this week. I think the first of Feb, first of February is the deadline, is it? Yeah, and like until that's lifted, the transfer ban, which is what it's a week from today. Like it's yeah, but they could get free transfers once it's lifted. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, do you know what it is? It's just they want to be able to just re-sign their own players. Yeah, I mean it's it's yeah, it's it's kind of a crazy situation. They're like stuck that's in why the Jack Yel- that's why Jackie Edgele, they couldn't re-sign yeah. him. They couldn't re-sign him. Couldn't re-sign him. And a few players have gone that way because of him. Then they've sold that youngster that's gone off to Chelsea and you know, yeah, uh, it's a, it's a mess. It's an absolute mess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, moving along to the Battle of the Bees, Birmingham against Burnsley. Not a great um, game. Not a great game. Uh, uh, the goals, the goals are actually kind of. We'll talk. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we can talk about the goals. Um, Burnsley weren't as bad in this one. They probably deserved a point out of it. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, 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 you're right. Um, because Hernandez, Hernandez are known from Norwich, so open the scoring. Yeah. Um not a bad sighting. Um no. Um yeah. Uh, don't get many Cuban players playing in the, in England. So <laughs> it's uh it's it's uh, it's a good one, yeah. And then, then uh, and then Scott Hogan scored the, the second one, which is it just yeah. a mess a mess. It was a real poacher's goal, wasn't it? Yeah. With just a bit of a mess of the ball deflecting all over the place and he's there to just fire it in. And they got one back uh, as well, Barnsley. The thing is, Barnsley... who got one back from, um, 15 defeats this season for Barnsley already. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
there's a thing as well about Birmingham, even though they won, the fans were, were not happy with the boards. Um, no. Apparently, there was a rumour going around that they wanted to sack Lee Boyer. Yeah, I mean, it's a strange one, isn't it? Because he saved them last season. Yeah, but, but they're, they're not. It's, but it's, it's one of those, I think we talked about it at the start of the season. You sometimes have to curb your expectations a little bit. Yeah, once they're you know, not, like, they're not in dire straits, they're not going to get relegated. Yeah, and that's it. It's like, they've got to be clear. They're 12 points clear of the drop. Yeah. You know, which is which is four wins. And like we said, even though Peterborough have games in hand or whatever um, over them, and they do, yeah. Peterborough aren't good. No, they're not. They're like, decent at home. They're not great at home. But they're one of the worst teams in the world away from home. Yeah. So yeah. you can't see them picking up enough points to threaten too many teams. Now, Reading and Cardiff might be the exception to that because they're both in horrible runs of form. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Derby were it looked like Derby might have a chance, but if that if they're not sorted out and they keep losing players, should they they're not gonna have a hope. No, no, I wouldn't think so. I know it's a sad thing to say, but I wouldn't like them to go down, but I think they might all right. Yeah. Um yeah, and Burnsley, I think, are doomed, like at this stage. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. They've, like we said, play 25, they've lost 15 of them. Yeah, they've exactly. only 14. They're the same number of points as Derby, and Derby were deducted 21 points. Yeah, and exactly. It, it, it's kind of crazy. They're eight points from safety. Okay, they have two games in hand over Reading. Mm. Um, but are they going to win them? Realistically, they're probably not. They've also only scored, I think, the 15 goals in 25 games. Mm. Like, yes, yeah. Dude. You're not staying up scoring 15 goals in 25 matches. Yeah, I don't know what's happened. Though. I suppose they lost to West Brom. They lost their their big midfield player there to West Brom. And that, that, that's the problem because they're, yeah, they have a minus 21 goal difference. So that means they've left in 36 goals in 25 games, mm. which isn't horrendous. It's not oh, brilliant, but it's not horrendous. But if you're leaving in 36 goals and you're only scoring 15, yeah, you're, lo- you're losing an awful lot of games 2-1. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, like, if they if they sack the manager again, this is their fourth manager this year. <laughs> it's kind of nuts, yeah. Um, and the thing is, I know West Brom fans aren't overly happy with with the guy with um, with Ishmael coming in from yeah, yeah, honestly, just because they probably think they should be up at the top of the league, and they probably should be. Yeah, yeah. But it just goes to show what a job he did with Barnsley last season. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. They were this bad before he joined them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're back to this bad again now that he's left. Yeah. I just don't think there's... Oh, there's no leadership there. There's no... Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing. Like, it's just... Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a strange one. Like you said, they're not going to get rid of the manager again, surely. Like, Well, uh, the thing is, like, if, if they don't... They survived the FA Cup, so they do have a game next weekend. Hmm. They needed a game too. They hadn't. Barnsley's last two games have been called off because of COVID as well. Yeah, yeah. And so they have the games at hand. But like we said, the way they're playing, you don't think it's going to happen. One hundred percent relegated, I'd say. They're in so much trouble. Like they yeah. really are. I say they want to finish last as well. It seems likely at the moment that that's going to happen. Like we're twenty-five games into the season now. Far down. I know some teams are further along the line. They've only got what 21 games left, yeah, exactly. You know, and they're what do we say there? They're they're a distance like from, from safety at the moment, yeah, um, eight points or whatever it is mm-hmm. from safety, um, or something along them lines. That's a tough one to come back from, yeah, it really is. But look, we'll wait, we'll wait and see. But I think, yeah, I think it's not good news for Barnsley fans, Birmingham. It's one of those they'll sackly Boyer and they'll end up dropping down the table probably. Like yeah, like it shouldn't exactly. No, I mean it's it's a case of like Birmingham were almost relegated last season. Yeah, and he came in and he saved them and yeah. they climbed up the table a bit, which yeah. happens at the end of the championship. Yeah, yeah. When you get because what you get is you get teams that are like eleventh and twelfth that know they can't make the playoffs and they just stop playing for the last five games of the season. Yeah, exactly. That's it. So they exactly. dropped on the table a bit, and other teams yeah. then 
like Birmingham. That affects the start of yours. That does that affects the start as we saw with Leicester that time. Yeah, it absolutely does. Yeah, that time Leicester won the Premier League. Yeah. Where they went on an insane one to stay in the Premier League. It was yeah. crazy. And then they sacked Pearson. Um, you know, I don't know why, maybe because of his haircut. But for those um, who don't who for those who don't really know, Steve did say Leicester were going to win the league before they I won did. it. I did, sad, <laughs> sadly. Um I know it was just because of what Pearson had done at the start of that se- or at the end of that season, where he started playing two up top and Premier League defenders just hadn't seen that ever before yeah. because it's not the modern way of playing and they yeah. couldn't deal with it. Yeah. And I was like, teams are going to struggle against that next season because yeah. they can't deal with it at the moment. So, yeah. anyway, Arsenal probably should have won the league that season and um, they just didn't have a striker. And it was the great season where it came down to a race really between Leicester and uh, Spurs <laughs> at the end of the season. <laughs> And Spurs managed to finish third in the two horse race. Spurs did Spurs. They sure did because it was them and Leicester the whole way along near the end of the season, and yet somehow Spurs managed to finish third. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Funny, funny stuff. But we move on. Blackpool, good win for them. Good win, but not a good game. No, shocker the match. Yeah, even the midwall manager afterward was like, "We were atrocious." Yeah. Uh, the uh, problem is, I think Millwall, did they lose Jed Wallace or is he going? Is he, is he yeah, gone? Yeah, he's not gone yet, I don't think. Yeah, but he's probably a massive loss. And that's lingering that's over him as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Blackpool are 12th now. Yeah, we, we gave them no hope at the start. They really have surprised us. They have. And yeah. we love that because we had that last season with a team or two. Yeah. And that's what you want in this league. You want teams to surprise you. Yeah. And yeah, 36 points up to 12. Millwall, 33 points. And like, Millwall are so frustrating, I'd say, for their fans because yeah, yeah. like, they're 11 points off the playoffs with two games in hand. Yeah. And it's like, results like this are why they don't push for those playoff places. Yeah, yeah. Um, a game they could have won. A thousand away fans travelled to Blackpool from mm-hmm. London. Um. Fair play to the Millwall fans for doing that. Um, Bradshaw hurt his knee last weekend when they lost to Forest. Mm. Um, and like you said, struggling like without Wallace there um, to score goals. Exactly. But speaking and of the goals, ling- well. it's just lingering over him that he could leave. So. Yeah, and it's one of those where it's um, goal they gave away was awful. Yeah, oh yeah, terrible defended. Um, it went it went through about three players, did it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like he, he, the keeper kind of saved it and it came back to him. Not, it was it was very very soft goal. Manager's not happy with it. I I no manager in the world would be happy with the defending for that goal. Mm-hmm. Um, but what can you do? You know, Blackpool got the win. Exactly. Um, Lavery, like we said, great to see him. Absolutely, they're going to be safe this season. Um, you know, 15 points with 20 on games to go, it's going to be very hard to turn that around for anyone. Yeah, so when you, next, when you think Bournemouth, Bournemouth and Hull. Yeah, this was the one, like you said, Hull's new owners have now won two in a row. But and just, just before we start not... the match, just before we start on about the yeah. result, do you reckon Scott Parker gets that? I think if they don't finish in the top two, he will. Yeah, because like that's two wins and nine. Yeah, I think if they don't finish in the top, I think as long as he's in and around automatic promotion, they'll keep him. Yeah. But I think, I think if they don't go up this season, he's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, mean, I mean, if they finish third or fourth, they're not going to sack him because they don't want change manager before the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But if he doesn't go up, he's gone. Yeah, yeah. And he, he has to be because. They arguably have the second best squad in the league now. Yeah. Even though they've been down for a bit. Um, yeah. like West Brom possibly. Like Fulham, we know Fulham have the best squad in the league. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, Bournemouth have such great plus it's one of those now Bournemouth where it's gonna to come to a point they've been down a couple of seasons, a bit like Brentford. Yeah. It's kind of if you don't go up this season, how many of those players are gonna stay at Bournemouth again? 
Yeah, exactly. Even the Ryan Christie, who has been brilliant from good goal, like. Yeah, yeah, Solanke, who's starting to score goals again, still young. Who's linked with Newcastle at the moment. Yeah, like, there's issues that way. What a week for Hull, though. Oh, yeah, just in general. Yeah, I had a feeling the other night they'd beat Blackburn. You did, you said it on the show last week that you yeah. think they'll beat. Yeah. Uh, that they'll beat Blackburn, and they did. Yeah. And after beating Blackburn, they're going away to Bournemouth, and I don't think anyone thought. Yeah, but the thing is, like, we, talked, we talked about this where they wanted a manager gone a few weeks back. It's nuts, isn't it, how it works? <laughs> and suddenly he beats Blackburn, who are no second after tonight. And if, and at the weekend, they beat Bournemouth, who were second at the time. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But um, like Bournemouth were all over them, to be fair. They had way more chances. They did. But, um, and, you know, Blackburn had won six in a row before they beat them. Um, mm. Bournemouth, like you said, had way more chances. They just didn't take them. Yeah. Um, yeah. First half, very, very good. Second half, not so good again from Bournemouth. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's like we always say in the championship, if you don't take your chances, the other team probably will take them. Exactly, and it is a case sometimes of a team only creates two or three good chances, and they take one of them, and the team that has like nine or ten good chances and don't take any of them, yeah, are going yeah. to lose. Yeah, that's exactly so it. It's a uh, yeah, good win for Hull, and they are another team that are on the charge. Yeah, you know, twenty nine points. Um, no, they have not bad. No, when you consider like they were deep relegation trouble. Not that long ago, no, not saying they're out of relegation trouble by any means. They're only 10 points clear and, you know, two or three defeats and they're in trouble again. But um, it's looking good. And that that's, you know, for any of the teams that came up, that's got to be aim number one, stay in the division. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we're kind of in that weird point at the moment where it looks like possibly Hull and Blackpool are both going to stay up. Yeah. Blackpool yeah. definitely will, but possibly Hull will. Yeah. And... Yeah. If Reading keep playing the way they've been playing, um, I know they were very unlucky and we're going to come to that in a couple of games time yeah. weekend, but if Peterborough stay up, it would be amazing if they all three oh, yeah. could stay up. But it would be their home games that would keep them up. That's the only thing, yeah. Um, yeah. We might as well move on to a very, very good win for QPR. Yeah, all four wins, four wins in a row now. Yeah. They're really, really coming along uh, quietly. Um, they are. Um, they're fourth on the table, I think. Yeah. Um, again, they're going to have games in hand. Um, so where they'll end up with those games in hand, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, they, they, they've done very well. So mm. They're a team we kind of fancied at the start of the season, though. Yeah. And they've signed well, like getting Willock in permanently. Um, Andre Gray, who scored the weekend, is a great player. Be bringing in. Um, Adamo obviously got the winner a few minutes from the end. Sign of a good team usually when you can get those late winners. Yeah. Um, yeah exactly. It's a nice. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd like, like to see Premier League. Yeah, it'd be nice to have him back again. Um, and when you think about it for QPR as well, like you said, they've been gone good run and they've won both their games. Like two players you'd say are very, very important to QPR. Our um, chair, Ilias Chair, yeah. and Sunny Diang, who are both at the African Cup of Nations. Yeah, and they're still winning games without them. Yeah, and you you would say they're especially Diang's been brilliant in goal, but Chair as well has been so 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 good for them in the middle of the park. Yeah, um, so the fact that they could win both, you know, um, Coventry were unlucky though in this one as well. Yeah, they they've been they've been very unlucky recently. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, if, if, if you were to look at the stats for the match, Coventry had 21 shots, 7 on target, 13 corners, whereas mm-hmm. QPR had 8 shots, 3 on target, and 2 corners. Yeah. Like, the thing QPR is, like, stole the victory. But is again, it, is 3 it, shots like, on target for QPR, 2 goals, 7 on target. For Coventry, they only scored the 1. Is it great to have stopped scoring? Yeah. It's it's yeah, Guy Chris kind of not yeah, scored in a few weeks. Scoring, yeah. Um, which we said at the start of the season, it was a big season for him because he's never really been a big goal scorer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and suddenly he took off like a house on fire. Yeah. But now maybe we're seeing why he only scores about 10 goals a season. Yeah, yeah, he gets burned out, yeah. So we'll wait and see. Um, well, a great win overall, though, in general for QPR. Yeah, um, a great win over QPR. Coventry will be disappointed, but again, Coventry have had some seasons so far. They're still in I mean, the they're they're ten, yeah, I think they're, what are they, 10th, 11th in the table, whatever they are. Yeah. Um, but again, three games in hand over Huddersfield, eight games in hand over basically everybody above them. Mm. So they could easily climb up that table because, again, they're only seven points off Huddersfield, who are currently in sixth. Yeah. But um, they have three games in hand over them. Yeah. Um, exactly. And after, after Middlesbrough lost tonight, they're only five behind Middlesbrough with three, with two games at hand over them. So yeah. you know it's not doom and gloom by any means for uh well, for City. Just that run of three games again. Yeah, that's what can happen. Um yeah. It's one of those though, it's it's baffling. It's like how are they going to respond from that? Because it's one of those where the players would have come off at full time, especially with the late winner, and be wondering how we lost that. Exactly. You know, we, we created all the chances. How have we lost? Whatever about not winning it and coming away with a one-all draw, it'll be sickening. Yes. Um, move on to one of the maddest games of the weekend. And um, I remember you were, you were messaging while this was going on. And um, there was just a period there where it seemed like there was just goals going in every second. Yeah. Yeah, I it was mean, like, was it like 3-2 after like 24 minutes? It was not, yeah. So you had Lucas Yeo scoring for Reading, which is great to have him back scoring, by the way, for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because he was brilliant last season. Yeah. So you Lucas Yeo scored after five minutes, then yeah. Sinai equalises for Huddersfield Town to make it 1-1. Yeah. Then Ward makes it 2-1 to Huddersfield. Then Puska scores to make it 2-2 yeah. on uh, 22 minutes, seven minutes after Ward. And then three minutes later... After Puskas is equalised, Ward gets his second of the game yeah. to make yeah. it three-two. Yeah. Then right on half time, Morrison equalises for Reading to make it three-three at half time. And unbelievable. And then yeah. we're only eight minutes into the second half when Ward completes his hat trick to make it four-three. And the most amazing thing about this game is there was no more goals after that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, like Huddersfield, we've talked about them so many times. They can, they can do this. Get four goals in a game. Um, and they've had a very, very good season. Yeah. They're again, they're kind of a bit like QPR. No one's really talking about them. Yeah. They're sort of just kind of simmering away there. They could reach the playoffs. Yeah. But if you talk about Reading, oh, yeah. And they are right. We're talking about Peterborough in trouble. Yeah. Peterborough are three points behind them with games yeah. in hand. Yeah. And if you look at, um, Reading, they've won two of their last 16 matches. Yeah. Um, but in those games, they've lost six. Yeah. You know, oh. and, and drawn, you know, of their, their other seven games. They've left in 16 goals in those games. They also got hammered by Fulham yeah. a few weeks ago. Yeah. They were knocked out of the FA Cup by Kidderminster. That was that was must be one of their lowest points in recent years. In the National League North. Yeah, that was and a shocking result. November twenty seventh was the last time they won a match. Yeah. Now we're recording this on the twenty fourth of January, so, so it's, it's almost two months since they last won a match. Two full months, yeah. Yeah, it's. Who, who was the team? Who was that? Who was the team they beat? I don't even know who it was that they beat in no. November. Um. It doesn't matter. I, I'm just curious. Yeah, it's a strange one. Like, if Lucas Show starts scoring goals for Reading, they have a chance. Their defence is so poor, though. It is. And they're on such a bad run. Something has to change. Maybe yeah. the manager is what's going to change. Yeah. Um, it could very well be, yeah. Yeah. And it's one of those as well where it's hard then to sack a manager because COVID has hit Reading so hard. Recently, where they, you know, I think they. But the thing is, they brought in like drink water, who's been very poor. That's the problem. I mean, and then you know, 
And then he's disrupting the team as well. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's, I don't know. If Joe needs to start scoring goals from because they need someone to score goals. And like I said, you, have to, you, you can't score three goals at home and lose a match. Yeah. You, you just can't do that. But they did. Uh, what about Ward in his hat trick? I don't know. Has he done that before? Yeah, this is his second hat trick for. Uh, Oh, there it we go. A, I would think it was a long time ago, but he got one right. Last game of the season. Yeah. Of 2013-14 season. Yeah. So, so yeah, I knew that was a while back. Game, Watford probably didn't give a toss about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He got a hat trick in their four-one win then. Uh, yeah, and amazingly enough, he was when he did that hat trick. Yeah. That was the last time a Huddersfield player scored a hat trick. Yeah. So, so he's got the hat tricks nearly eight years apart. What league was he? What league were they in then? I imagine it was championship if they were playing Watford. Okay. Um, I don't think they were in the Premier League then. That was only a couple of years back. They were in the Premier yeah, League. Yeah, no, I think I think it was that was probably the season where they actually came up. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so, no, it was. It's to be fair, they showed resilience to come back. As many times as they need. Yeah, but it's a you know strange one again for Huddersfield because they came down. They were lucky the first season not to go down again. Yeah. Last season they kind of steadied the ship a bit and finished mid tableish, mm-hmm. and now this season they're pushing for the playoffs. Yeah. So it's 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 I don't know what it's taken them a couple of years to get used to playing championship again. Um, it's always dangerous when you first come down. But. Yeah. Yeah, great game though. But like I said, disappointed that the the last goal came on fifty three minutes and we didn't get another one after that. Exactly. You know, that could have been. It could have been. Well, I'm always hoping for an eight all draw. That really could have been it at the weekend. Yeah. But it wasn't. Um, Sheffield United, decent win. Although I know they were two 0 up at the time, but the red card certainly ended all. Hope yeah, but I that. wonder were Luton just tired because. They're yeah. usually better than, than they were. They weren't great. And it's one of those two where Luton haven't played a lot of games recently. Yeah, maybe, yeah. They're another team on only 25 games. Yeah. Um, as are Sheffield United. Yeah. It was a good uh, win. It was a good win. Yeah. Luton were, uh, Luton were a team on form. Like, cause... They were definitely a team on form. Good, good. Uh, Brewster scored for Sheffield United. That's that was a rare good occurrence. to see. Yeah? It was good to see that. Um, yeah, I know he gets a, a lot of... We, we always on about him. He gets a lot of, a lot of hate. Um, the money they spent on him, that, that's, that's, you know, that's a lot of pressure on a young fella. But they are the ones that went out and spent whatever it was, 180 million on him. Yeah. <laughs> whatever it was, 20-something million. 25 million was the fee. Yeah, which is kind yeah. of ridiculous. He was only, what, 18, 19 at the time? I played probably about a handful of games for the Liverpool first team. Exactly. Um, crazy money to be spending on someone like that. Um, Jack Robinson got their other goal. Um, and then, like we said, Burke was sent off for Luton. That was probably the end of the game. Yeah. But... Sheffield United dominated it, as you'd expect after red card, but they kind of dominated it before the red card anyway. I think I'm going to make a bold prediction and say Sheffield United will go up next, not this season, but next year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, again, they're a team that are eight points off the playoffs with three games in hand. They'll get in a few players and they'll be laughing. You know, um, Luton, again, Luton are about where they are about the table. They're 13th at the moment. Yeah. They're one of those teams you'd expect to be. Uh, between like tenth and fifteenth, yeah. and which isn't bad. I mean, they don't have buckets of money. They have a fantastic manager. Yeah. Uh, exactly. But like you said, it, they just didn't feel like the loot we've seen all season. Yeah, they, I just yeah, maybe it's just I don't know. Maybe they're just tired. I I know I've mentioned they're tired, but maybe maybe they are just mentally. Yeah. I don't know. But again, their manager then made a point after the match of. In this week, they played Bournemouth, Reading, and Sheffield United, yeah. and they beat Bournemouth and they beat Reading. Yeah. And he said, "Look, if if you'd have told me, you know, basically what he was saying is, if you'd have told me at the start of the week before we played any of the matches, we'd get six points out of those three games, I'd have taken it." Yeah. And he yeah. said, "Just look, after we won the first two, you get a bit greedy." Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like realistically, looking at those three games, um, I know Reading are in awful form, yeah. but like. Yeah. 
you would have looked at that and you'd have said, yeah, we should probably beat Reading. Probably shouldn't beat Bournemouth and Sheffield United are going to be very tough. Yeah. So I think they'd have probably taken four, five points out of those three games. Maybe a win and two draws they'd have probably taken, but get six points. So, you know, and like I said, they're on a good run. They're another team with games in hand over pretty much everyone above them. Yeah. So who knows where they're going to end up. But a good win for Sheffield United. And like you said, if you think where they were a few months ago, at yeah. the start, like start of the season, they were in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Big trouble. Yeah, eight points outside the playoffs. So, yeah. I mean, they must be one of the foreign teams in the division at the minute. But Yeah, yeah. they definitely yeah. are. Then we come on to another game that started off with a load of goals, which was Stoke and Fulham. Two minutes yeah. in, one on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And about, uh, was it Sean Ray Phillips' son scores? Sean Ray Phillips' son got one, yeah. After uh, Right in the first minute. Yeah. Uh, just and then one of the two Carvalho's, because they have two, yeah. uh, Munoz, um, who is Munoz Carvalho, he scored a minute later. So it was one all after two minutes. Um, there was another yeah. one that was like there was 2-1 after about a half an hour um, yeah it was 2-1 to Fulham with the other Carvalho who's in great goal scoring form at the minute yeah he's linked with someone but we'll see what happens yeah and then uh, Baker scored for Stoke to make it 2-2 yeah. before um, the Cordova Reed got the winner for Fulham um, no goals for Mitrovic this week it would seem he really wasn't uh, playing was he yes he didn't I didn't didn't see him no, uh, I will uh, check the lineups. Um, but um, yeah, it was a strange. Like it's just again, uh, Fulham only scored three goals, which is kind of mad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was one of those. Yeah, Mitrovic wasn't there for them. Uh, he was out of the squad. Yeah. Um, I don't know he being rested or what it was, possibly. But you'd expect him to be on the bench if he was being rested. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's a bit of a knock there that we didn't hear about. Because, yeah, well, Munoz Carvalho came in for him up front and he scored. Uh, so they can't be too unhappy about that. True. But, yeah, it's a, it's a strange one for them. Um, Fuller just know how to win, though. That, that's their... That's their yeah, team. I mean, the teams below them are not winning. Like Blackburn aside. Yeah. Um, there's an eight-point gap now at the moment, I think. They're pulling away from everyone. Like we said, the amount of goals they're scoring is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, you their goal difference... win this many, like, either. No, their goal difference is plus 48. <laughs> it's just absolutely ridiculous in January. Mental. I think the next closest to them is Bournemouth, who are plus 19. Yeah. Their goal difference is almost 30 goals better than their nervous rivals. It's, mm. it's nuts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, great chant in this one at the end of the match or near the end of the match when uh, Fulham were winning 3-2 Fulham brought about 1,000 fans mm. and at the end of the match uh, the Fulham fans were chanting Manchester City we're coming for you <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> but Fulham are just narrow like they'll go up and down they go up and down yeah um, but yeah you love that I love that from the fans but that was brilliant yeah we're going to win the championship we're going to win the Premier League now next season <laughs> um, we move on I suppose to um, Preston North End losing that again really but like wasn't a great brought, in another, brought in another striker um, this game was borderline unwatchable for yeah, most of great, it great great win for Swansea but it was because they needed to start climbing away again and climbing up the table again um, Swansea, who've got about 20,000 games in hand over everyone. Um, when is the last time Swansea have played a match? Like, they're, they've just seemed to constantly have games postponed. Well, I'm just going to quickly look them up there now. Um, like, they've been on a bad run of form, but they've played the least amount of games in the championship. Yeah, they're playing QPR tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. games have to be made up, I suppose. Um, the last time they played a league yeah. game, uh, was, they might have played recently, but yeah, they played they played one recently, but before that was the 11th of December. Yeah, it's been a while, like so it was, it was a month, 
Yeah. Like Huddersfield have played 28 games, Swansea have played 24. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? And I think Blackburn um, have played 28 after tonight as well. Yeah. They're the two teams that have, have done that. And then, yeah, then you're the outlier then is poor old Swansea have only played 24 matches. Yeah. So again, you know, I mean, Swansea have games in hand over everyone above them, basically. Yeah. Uh, two games in hand, one game in hand over some of them, two games over others, three games over others, and they have four games in hand over two of the top uh, six teams. But it was a it was a good win, like you said, for Swansea. Russell Martin, weird one as the manager there. I don't know. Um, That's a weird like. He didn't he go somewhere and failed. Yeah. 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 It's a it's a strange one. Now there's a lot of talk that they're gonna lose a player or two, Swansea, but we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. But this game you're as you said was just a nothing like it was just not a game. No. So it's uh it's not been a good one, not been a good one. So we might as well move on. There's nothing to say about it, really. I mean, no, even the next game wasn't great. West, the first the half was really poor. First half was absolutely appalling. Yeah, and three goals in the last twelve minutes, one of them. Like, yeah, and the first goal as well was just like you for a team who are not scoring. I guess they just want to score anyway. They can get a goal. Yeah. Um, this hit off yeah. sheets and everything. This just bounced all over the place and just ends but up. I mean, it's a crazy one. Uh, the manager was not happy. No, he wouldn't be. The first half was the first half of our team that should be getting promoted was abysmal. Yeah, um, but they were basically time wasting from the first minute. Peterborough trying to get something out of it, and it drove the manager mental. Obviously, now they won, like we said, three 0 But two of those games came in, la- or two of those goals came in the last five. Minutes. Didn't they play recently? And the two managers almost had a a, a, a fight. Yeah, I mean, they weren't. He was really unhappy. He said the opponent just wants to waste time, doesn't want to play football, and I'm delighted we can punish such a good way to play at the end. You have to take the challenge and find a way to win the game. Yeah. Um, I mean, shots in the match. West Brom, 27 shots in the match. Peterborough won. Yeah. They really would have stolen a point. <laughs> if they have got away with it. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But it's it's a tough one because, like you said, the first goal wasn't the best goal in the world to give away. Yeah, and once that one did, that was the end of it. Um, yeah. The thing as well with West Brom is this like their first win in like six. Yeah. Um, They're on a very yeah. poor run. Yeah. Very poor run. And Daryl Dyke got his first game for him, I think, since his first start. I, I think. Great chance. Um, and Callum Robinson, uh, Mr. Covid himself, I think he's had it three times, um, set up uh, the last two goals. Um, he started the season so, so well and has kind of stopped in recent times. But look, he's two assists there now and he's starting to hit a bit of form again. Yeah. So that is essentially all the matches. Yeah. Um, anything to add about any of these? Anything stuck out? We'll have a quick look ahead. Um, what's kind of stuck out, I suppose, is that Reading game that was not crazy. Yeah, we've got um, a number of fixtures, I suppose, coming up midweek. Yeah, um, tomorrow, well, there's, we've, there's a few. Already. We've got a few tomorrow, and we've only got one Wednesday. Yeah. Um, why that's the case, I have no idea. Um, Birmingham City playing Peterborough. Um, to win again, yeah. Coventry against Stoke. I mean, you know, that could go either way. Like, yeah. I, I'd expect Coventry to get something at home, yeah. not saying they'll win, but I'd expect them to not lose. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Um, Luton home to Bristol City. Yeah. Um, you know, Luton yeah. very, very good at home. Yeah. I mean, They're Peter away from home are just you know, Peter aren't going to do anything away from yeah. home, really. First one, really. Forest Barnsley. You expect uh, Forest to win, yeah. You expect Forest to hammer Barnsley in that one, to be honest. And QPR home to Swansea. A long way for Swansea to be going on a Tuesday night to go from Swansea over across to London. Um, then Wednesday, we have West Brom against Preston. Who the hell knows? Because we know what Preston are like. 
draw, I'd say. Yeah, Preston could draw or win this game and then not win again for three matches. I mean, there's and a likewise, they could lose here and then win their next three matches. There's a Friday night game, Huddersfield and Stoke. Friday night, Huddersfield against Stoke. So Stoke playing Tuesday and Friday. Yeah, trying to catch um, up on games, I guess. Yeah, will that will that uh, play into their hands a little and bit? They're both away games as well. Um, yeah. Oh, it's a it's tough week for them. Very, very, very tough week for them. Yeah. Um, looking ahead then to the weekend, not a whole lot of games that stand out in no. terms of, you know. I think, I think Fulham Blackpool could be the game of the weekend. Could be a good one, yeah. I think Berwick Coventry is another one that has potential to be a good match. Yeah. Um, you know, Luton home to Blackburn. You know, like I said, Blackburn on such a good run. Yeah. Um, but Luton are so good at home. Yeah. And it'll be hard to see. Uh, Peterborough United against Sheffield United as well. I think it's a half-five kickoff. So on TV, I say. So that could be a good one. And uh, Derby Birmingham City will be the Sunday lunchtime kickoff. So that's an interesting game. Yeah, could be good. So that's about it. We will be back again probably next Monday. Hopefully we'll be recording a little bit earlier next Monday. Yeah. Um, because there is no Monday night football next week. No, I don't we think. Might do a show. We might record on Sunday and put it out on. We might record on Sunday after matches. Yeah. Very true. So yeah. thanks everyone for listening and uh, sticking with us. And we will uh, talk to you again soon. Cool. Cheers.